0: Welcome to episode eleven of Podular Stand, the monthly football podcast from the fanzine for the likes of Don Castrova's Popular Stand. My name is Glenn Wilson, editor of that now actual award winning fanzine, and with me once again here in London's Metropolitan Bubble our editor of the London Economic Jack Pete. Hello, good evening. Good evening, Jack. Uh, and also here is Prolific Children's Book Writer James McMahon.
1: I would like to be introduced as Prolific Freelance Powerhouse.
2: I think the point you don't get to choose either. Yeah, yeah. Jack hasn't, you know, Jack's never kicked off a football. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: hate <laughs> the association with that. <laughs> it's because Jack's got a stable life. <laughs> a steady income. Um, okay, so now in a, in a rare and frankly unprecedented
0: turn of events, all three of us managed to uh, simultaneously attend a Dunker Soarovas match quite recently. So I thought uh, we'd focus this edition of the podcast on that to appear in some way vaguely related to the subject we purport to talk about. So uh, Arsenal then. Jack, how was the uh, the Arsenal experience for you?
2: I thought it was a lovely day. I mean, it was funny actually. In that that I I, I took my friends, a lot of London friends, along, and uh, uh, as well as some family, of course, and some other 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 fans. But. I, I was sort of like really trying to big up this sort of, um, you know. There's a couple of Arsenal fans who came and sat in the Donny End, and, and they and, and I said, listen, it's a great experience because you'll get to know. Well,
1: your what, your mates are the Arsenal fans. Yeah, a right. couple of them were.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I said you'll get to know that you know, you know, the values of community spirit, the fact that you know we're a bit of a pub team, having a laugh, all this kind of stuff. Um, and they really bought into it, and we had a few pre-match pints, and went there, and then went for a, a, a pint in the. Interval as well, and I said, and one of the great things Sorry, is is it in the what in the <laughs> half, half, half we at Arsenal, we were <laughs> at Arsenal, That's true. And uh, I said, one of the great things, along with all the community stuff, is that you'll never see any trouble at Doncaster. At the same time as two pretty fair, fair sized big ladded meatheads came around the corner, punching the lights out of each other. And, uh, and so that ruined that for just just that moment. But that got settled and, and, and overall it was a very enjoyable experience for, for one and all. Yeah, it was, it was an odd one,
0: wasn't it? Because it was, like I said, largely joyous and largely, in, in the way, largely celebratory. But there were elements, and there always are when it's a big row of away fun. Because you get that mix of people who go away regularly, people who don't go away very often. People have a very different perception of what an away game should entail. And suddenly they've got to sit in their seats or start to sit in their seats. And that always causes arguments. So like I was watching sort of that unfold a little bit in the first half where people are just getting at each other's rather than watching the game. Yeah. And it's just it's just a shame that those are the bits that will stick with some people that were yeah. there because that's what they'll experience with someone.
2: Well, one of the things that you pointed out on, uh, on Twitter beforehand when we were both sat in our offices because we were already there technically yeah. waiting for everyone to come down. But you did get a sense of sort of like if this was me knocking off at work at twelve thirty, never been before, you know, mm. they, it was it was a, you know an exception so much as there were a lot of fans there, they'd probably been on the booth for a long time, and that probably ultimately that that mix does. Yeah, uh, it was. I
0: mean, it was a largely positive. Oh, definitely massively absolutely. should, should clarify ah,
1: But there were elements. So, I mean, I I think yeah. the thing we're going to Arsenal. If you are spring going to Arsenal, it's a little bit like the opening credits of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit like you are in, entering this gentrified world that you haven't really been born into.
0: I mean, I see what you're saying, but the bit that you see as a fan, and we'll come into where you watch the game from in a bit, but well, the bit, the bit that you see as a, as a, as a fan going you the game, you're going, to, you're going to, you're a turnstile, okay, it's an electronic turnstile, you're going through a turnstile, you're in a pretty standard concourse, you use some pretty standard toilets, you go and sit in some pretty standard seats. The experience isn't. Wholly different to what it is in any modern stadium. Yeah,
1: I, but you know, you walk, you know, you walk past the statues of these, you know, sort of like fallen titans. You walk in, and there's that big uh, sort of "We are Arsenal together." There's like camera crews everywhere. Even like... I've gone no a different entrance, <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. I, I,
2: did, I did. I can remember feeling personally like. Pretty underwhelmed by the stadium, wow. and but I think that also it was by the sort of like the match day with my friends and also everyone that was there. You could get a real palpable sense of the fact that they really, really were not asked about this. You know, oh, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. they really didn't care. Yeah, you know, yeah. even though Arsenal, Arsenal fielded did a good side with all that with all the, with it with a you know a lot of load of decent players in there. Like, this was just an absolute non-event for them. And I think that yeah. that sort of, like, took a bit of an edge off it, you
1: know? I think that's the thing that actually is, uh, I mean, Glenn, you were losing your mind the morning after uh, with your fury at the national press and their coverage of that game. And I think that one of the things that rankles you about Robespans going having a fixture like that is that thing of it's such a big deal to you, but they could take it or leave it. And I, I remember going. I went to the Emirates years ago with, with Orion for a game that me, and my mates were really excited. Orient had been on this big run. It was like really sort of like the highlight of the season. And Arsenal, a third of their fans left with 15 minutes to go to go queue for the Champions League tickets. Yeah. And there was that kind of a vibe the other day of they're kind of watching a football match. It meant more to us.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I, but I didn't. I didn't expect anything to that at all from a spectator level, from a, it mean, what it means to Arsenal what it means
1: to us. I completely didn't expect any more from that. What's what? all this who are you stuff though? Like that makes me crazy. What do you mean? Well, you know, like they score, they start, they start channeling who are you. Who are Arsenal? Yeah. I mean, that's sad, isn't it? <laughs> like, what, like the League One team? Let's... I mean, I'd have, underst- I'd have probably
0: understood it more if the majority of Arsenal fans had sung that as we came out, that would, then,
1: that would be almost classy.
0: No, what 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 annoyed me because you referenced to it was the press coverage of it, not how Arsenal fans felt like No, I mean, no, 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 totally. Yeah, no, and, no, and that man. was that was the fact that all the press was around Arsenal, even though Arsenal always get the press, and Arsenal didn't do anything particularly spectacular on the night. If yeah, you, if you are gonna frame like you know, and I expect that okay, I expect that to a degree, but if you're gonna frame a piece as five things we learned from Arsenal versus Doncaster, I read two of those and all ten things were relating to Arsenal. Yeah, but you the, can't you can't pretend that you you didn't learn anything new about Doncaster in that match as a national broadcaster because you you knew nothing about them before that. No, but you know if but, you frame the piece five things we learned about Arsenal during their League Cup game, fair enough. I mean, we're, well, they not uh, they, they, they frame it. They they try and make out that they're reporting on both teams and giving these giving the lead teams the lead football league teams a platform, and they're not. They're just treating us as the with the Washington Generals to their Harlem Globetrotters. We're just the fodder that enables them to talk more about Arsenal and something else and some fringe player and a guy wearing number sixty nine or whatever he's wearing.
1: We're we're media savvy though, and that's just journalism, isn't it? Yeah, Arsenal, are one of this country's great. News drivers.
0: Well, that's and that's that's the annoyance is that you have then got an opportunity as a journalist from a national newspaper, not as an Arsenal fanzine you know, an Arsenal centred thing, to go. Here is another football club that is a professional that has given this team a good game, but none of it was. Fra- There's maybe two reports that were framed that way. The rest were all about Jack Wilshere managed ninety minutes in a game against Manchester.
2: I think the other thing that that that. that Sort of like made it slant that way is the fact that it's the home versus away thing. You know, when I when we got the away fixture, I was really elated, I thought it was brilliant. But but I think that if a reporter goes to Doncaster, he does his due diligence on Doncaster and and all the rest. But the fact that we were the visiting team allowed them to sort of like stick with the home team and 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 that that sort of like you know, it was great being that that segment of the crowd from a fan perspective as well. That was really into this game, where 75% weren't. But you know, again, if that was a home fixture at Donny, it would have been the other way around. Yeah. But you've had 75% of really enthused and 25% travelling fans that would have been into it. That might shape your report as well. I think the fact that I think that the the home fixture for Arsenal um, probably influenced a lot of things, such as whether the fans were asked and whether the press were asked as well.
1: I mean, but, it probably
0: does, but I don't think that's a. That's a good enough excuse if you're a journalist. I don't think that's a good enough excuse.
1: I mean, Arsenal don't lose, do they? It's like it's not. It's like even if we'd won, it would have been about Arsenal losing.
0: Yeah, no, you're right, and that's that's the problem. Yeah, you are right. Sorry, and that that's that's the that's what I have the problem with. Like the fact
1: that we lost one 0 or whatever was irrelevant. It's, it's that, in my it's in my complaint. It's that thing though, and no. it? it's like you know, you know, Doncaster. I mean, we, you know, we don't mean anything in these uh, new football markets. That that's what those stories are about is to drive that traffic, isn't
0: it? Yeah, but that's that becomes self fulfilling, and that everyone just wants to read about. Everyone wants to be on top of the top teams. Oh yeah. there's,
1: there's greater totally. I mean, that's 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 why it's, we, it's are non, where we are. It's non stories
0: about the same shit over and over again at the expense of learning something
1: new about something else. But this isn't even football though, is it? No, I know it's not. I know it's not. But
0: it, I just, I'm just frustrated that it has creeped and gone so far into football that it's not just the, on, it's not just the, the wholly online sites anymore. It's national newspapers. and It's how they cover things.
2: Just to, just to reiterate.
0: What, what hope is there for a, non, for a lower league team to build that awareness about what they're doing? If even in a supposedly unbiased...
1: Well, it's the, reason, it's the reason why, you know, when the fanzine, you know, won the award, you know, uh, was that last year, was that this year? This year's been really weird. <laughs> when we won it, you know, we celebrated, like, we, you know, won the Champions League because it was like, it felt like, you know, a victory in the face of that, you know, indifference is the wrong word, but in, in, in the face of that, like, you know, st- structure of what the n- football news cycle is. I mean... Uh,
2: and just to reiterate what you were saying earlier as well is that from from my perspective as a London publisher I've spent countless hours putting out stuff about non-league teams your Orients your, sort of, your Brentfords all that kind of stuff really try to do stuff that and then I put something on about Ledley King winning a burger eating challenge and it had the Tottenham Hotspur connotation and that, that well, outdid yeah, that, any content. But that's different and, from, and, I, and I get that
0: and I realise that. My point is if if you're not even going to do it in your match report... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, If you're not even going to, in your match report, give fair credit and report on the game and how Arsenal had it their way for a long time, Donkester grew into it, had some chances, had them a little bit worried, you're not even going to do that in the one... The one opportunity that is yeah. for the lower league team to get some yeah.
2: noise, And it's a missed opportunity as well, because it was a good story. You know, like 80-something minutes when we've given them a really good game, we're all seeing how proud we are, because we're a community team, we've come, we're a smaller team, and we're signed. And literally, you know, there's, there's a good proportion of the Emirates that were genuinely scared within the last half an hour that we were going to turn it but around. The, the, the oddest thing,
0: and not the oddest thing, perhaps, but beyond, as well as that, I was looking scrolling through... Twitter, on the way, probably on my way home, actually, or when I got home that evening, and looking at people talking about the games. And all the Arsenal fans, not all the Arsenal fans, obviously, but a lot of Arsenal fans were just tweeting, oh, that was boring. What a boring second half. Zzz, and I was like, how, was, how did you find that? Boring? it was end to end? <laughs> like, you were trying to get a goal to win it. We we had you worried. That's, what I don't get how people are what, do you know what I mean? It's like, how are you watching that to see if that, it's boring, because there was no goals, so therefore it's boring, or no one's done some sick techers. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that what it's judged on now? I don't know. I
1: mean, further to what Jack was saying, obviously I'm uh, feeling my way in the freelance jungle at the moment. And Last time I was freelance, I did quite a lot of football stuff. And I haven't really bothered this time, because I remember at the tail end of doing stuff for like The Mirror and you know God knows where else last time, that it was actually yeah, like, the stuff that you like just doesn't do anything for us. You know, I was pitching stories about non-league, I was pitching stories about, you know, almost sort of that hipster European football thing and it was just, no, these are the teams that, you know, drive what we do. If it's not about that, I haven't really got any space for it.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. I think that it's um, it's, it's the unfortunate reality, but I think I, the bottom line is, from from my perspective, it's, with, with all these lower league stuff, um you are missing really nice stories really good stories however yeah it's just like the the the, the common perception is they're not just they're just not going to sell copies you know you're not going to get people football content at the expense of football yeah 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 yeah,
0: yeah. connects i'll go into this because it's connected to that really actually and i'll come back to um your experience watching the game james was the coverage around the league cup in the days after um, Rovers game and in relation to like, what Pep Guardiola and Jose Mourinho were saying yeah. and both had sort of questioned how for them in their position the League Cup what was it worth because they were rather pushing for Europe and that's, that's what they were generally saying um, I think like Mourinho said, maybe we'd be fresher for European constitution meaning like but Guardiola was like we don't waste for managers we, it's wasted energy the papers took that to, is it time to end the League Cup? Which, which isn't what they were saying, in, in fairness to them. and I, I, I thought it was at the time, but having looked through the quotes and read what they actually said, it isn't what they were saying at all. But it's the way the journalists have spun it. Is is it time to, to ban the League Cup or end the League Cup?
1: I, I like the idea of banning it. Sorry. <laughs> you, um, you will not compete yes. in this cup.
0: But they might go underground, it'll be a lot more cooler oh, and no, people no. want to be no, in it. No, that's no, that's no, the way forward.
1: No, that's people too.
0: Um, and for me, that, that ties into it again, where it's the same thing where it's the big names or the big teams that are being allowed to set the agenda for the other 70-odd clubs. It's the same reason. So if, if, five, you know, if, if everyone in League 2 said, we should get rid of the Premier <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like if it was on the other foot, we should get rid of the extra place in Europe yeah. or whatever.
2: It wouldn't be given any credence because
0: right. it's, the, it's the lower end of the scale. Is,
2: is it not the same reason that we have under-21 teams competing in, in, well, it in trophies? Exactly. These it's, days. It's, it's literally like, if you're down at the bottom, you're only good enough to play against under-21 teams. And if you're up at the top, then we'll pander to all your needs. That that, you know, the, 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 the two of them are the same. And you're right. They are absolutely going to drive the agenda when it comes to talking about these trophies, regardless of the fact... That a, Don, a, a now an out into Arsenal just one after we've you know we and we're there on merit um, mm. is a is a huge is a huge deal for us you know in terms of like what it does for the coffers but also in terms of the morale of the club in terms of, the, the, of what that does for Doncaster that's all that's mm. inconsequential you know
1: just give them a European Super League and let them get on with it yeah but at the um, expense I, I actually I mean you know I'm being a bit flippant there because I actually think if that happens it all goes wrong. But I'm ready for it.
2: But whose expense? Like, they win. I think that ultimately, you know... But like- I-
0: they always win whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like everything is geared towards those top teams. Well, I
1: mean,
2: like I would say that you win. It's, it's you're winning a... quite favourably as things stand. You know, you've never gone home with pay packets as big as they are now. Yeah. You know, you've never seen audiences. You never had queues at gates like you have. I mean, but that's like, not
0: good enough, is it? They well, what? More, what least,
2: no, indeed. But what else is there? And also, like it's 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 high time that the the, the authorities start to look. Down more than they do um, at the top because you know, and again, then we can start talking about the English na- national yeah. squad and and how we're sort of fostering talent in, in Britain. And all, there's a whole there's a whole range of debates centered around this that, that that need to sort of be opened up rather than us pandering towards what the big clubs want when they've got a pretty good deal as things stand. Oh, they've got
0: everything is in is in their favour. You look at how much better Man United. In? Like, I don't even know, it's stupid money, is it? And then they are still in debt. If a League 1 or League 2 team edges yeah. into debt, they're screwed. They're, they're done with. The, the FA is putting in sanctions and everything. Why? They, they don't do it to the top teams. It's just, it's so, everything is just so skewed towards their teams in terms of coverage, in terms of everything else. That I think any European Super League, whatever, it's going to happen. It's, it's got to happen. Because there's no one strong enough to say no to it. Yeah, that's the issue. Like the FA has got absolutely no balls whatsoever to say no to the big names.
2: Yeah, it's happening. I mean, same week it happened in Scotland, where where Celtic have outgrown the league as mm. well. You know, again at the expense of of whom?
1: I mean, to be honest, the other day, the other night was was a little bit like the experience of Celtic, actually, in the sense that you know their fans, all they really, you know, they care about the Champions League fixtures and, and when they play Rangers. you know yeah. like, You know, almost league games are inconvenience and it's about, you know, do they score one goal or do they score three goals? But, I mean, at the end of the day, the way I always look at it is I always go, you know, like somewhere on the planet right now, uh, there are 22 bodies kicking the ball around. You know, like whether they've got shoes on, shoes off, whether it's on grass, whether it's on sand, whatever. Football will always be like the great sport in the world. But, it is disgusting, the and the professional corporate entity that it's become. Um, speaking of uh, football as a corporate entity,
0: how was your box for the Arsenal game James?
1: <laughs> uh, it was really good. Bear in mind, I've also watched a game from a box at Arsenal, so I'm in no place to <laughs> criticize for George. I, I actually think, I, oh God, how many times have I been there? I think I've been there, I think I've been to the Emirates five times, and I think three times I've been in a box. It's very nice. I mean, it's no way to watch football. If you were in the box, I think you were in. Was there absolutely nobody anywhere near you? No, like nobody either side. No. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, you know... Did it feel it, just a bit removed then as a result? It sort of felt a little bit like Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was... It, I mean, it was a weird one because my my better off who works in entertainment, she knows someone who has that box. so We should have been in a couple of times now. And... You know, she was, like, super lovely and, hey, you know, like, uh, I can get you in that box for the Rovers-Arsenal game. But, I'll be honest, I kind of just wanted to be down there. Like, it, like it was great and everything. Like I went and had a, <laughs> went and had, like, a veggie burger on a gluten-free bat at halftime. And, like, there were... Did you
2: come out late for the second half?
1: Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Totally. Uh, there you know, there were loads of sort of like ex pros sort of like milling around, like all that stuff. But yeah, no, you know, I mean it was good and it was gross. But yeah. and, I, I, and I was looking at everyone down there and I was thinking, oh, I'd really like to be down there. But you know, it was it was nice. My missus is uh, a lovely a lovely, considerate, thoughtful woman. Um, she is, I She won't she probably, 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 probably listen to no, this. No, I don't so. know but I thought about but, it
0: you know. just, just as <laughs> collateral. I've, I've watched a game for a Box boxer I went to a game last year and i found it i found it very good whatever it is they're trying to do <laughs> what they're trying to do they do it very well yeah like everything is thought of yeah but I found it incredibly weird as a result, as a way to watch football. Like there, there was a person in the box looking after us, and that was—I just, just had that. I found that as a very uncomfortable relationship. Yeah. With that person, <laughs> when I was trying to lift a plate up, I like, "No, I'll, I'll,
1: do that." And they're trying to pour a drink for me, and I'm like, "No, I don't like this." Yeah, I hate, I, I hate that. I always end up feeling like I'm sort of Alan Quartermass, and I've got some yeah. kind of like small African child that is doing things for me, and that's wrong. Like yeah. I don't want that. Um, and I do often find that when someone's going, I'll fill your glass up, sir. Like, oh, yeah. oh, no, I'll do it myself. Well, and I'll wash up as well, it's fine.
2: I did once do corporate at uh, Bellevue. Um, but before the port <laughs> like that's much Before the before port Before the, the, port that, cabins, is yeah. the whole, that, that is amazing. So you need it, to write about this for the fans, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it, it was a long time ago, um, Yerville at home uh, on a Tuesday night, and I think my old man had some like, incentive at work had sort of been given um uh, uh, the chance to it's, it's it's, it's the incentive to leave his family <laughs> to, yeah exactly yeah uh, incentive to find a new work yeah and um yeah so i mean the, the setup was i mean i think i was too young to probably drink um so we went in and had a coke in the in the main stand and then i sat down for the only time i've ever sat down at bellevue it's for a game in the in the normal seats and then you get a bit of lunch at half-time just in the main stand where yeah. they put on like, you know, and, and the, the, the food was like, I mean, it, it was just basic, but a lot of it. And I can remember stuff in my face coming out and thinking, oh, this is rather nice. And I came out five minutes, at, you know, went into the second half as you're instructed to, you know, um, let them know that you're there. And um, yeah, I mean, the game was crap. But then you also got to, uh, we, we gave Tim Ryan, man of the match. Yeah. And so we got to meet him after and got four with him. But that was my match day, only real match yeah. day corporate hospitality kind of experience. Did
0: you see the ghost? I feel it. Can check it was out nice. To on no, I wasn't, I wasn't actually. Just, just to chat
2: on that, on that note, it was, it was nice to sort of be in the main stand at Belgium and see what it's like, which is nothing, but I didn't see it. I didn't see a ghost. it was um, like a, like a social club function room. Right? Yeah, but yeah. We were going
1: to slow it. Yeah, exactly. I can't believe I'm actually going to try and slightly defend corporate hospitality but But uh, I actually went in corporate at Keaton night the other week. and um, It was largely because my dad... Did you, uh, did you get in a box or did you do like the meal and the seat scenario? We were in like the player's lounge. Okay. So like... You get lost? No, no, no. It's like... Uh, Getting warmed up. No, it's, it's, it's half and half, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. All right, All right. so there's like you sort of corporate bit and then there's sort of like the player's... Well, like the Player's Lounge, but it's not like. Like, I've been in the press box at various clubs, and you sort of you walk past the Player's Lounge and you sort of peer in, and you yeah. can, you know, sort of see like footballers and their families in there and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it, it's kind of like that, but there's dining in there as well. Mm-hmm. So you've obviously got the sort of CEO of Wilfrida B.I. <laughs> kind of walking around, and then, you What's know. What's like? oh, I love I love thinking it's, about. I heard so much about it. I love thinking about the corporate structure of be B.I. Yeah, and... Uh, Was Wilfrieda there? No, but mm-hmm. I tell you what, I have a variety of pseudonyms that I write under. <laughs> Wilfrieda Beehive. Wilfrieda Bi is definitely cropping up at some point. <laughs> my, um, uh,
0: my, my go-to sort of made name is Kirk Sandal. I, I mean, that's that's brilliant.
1: <laughs> Kirk Sandal is like... I mean, he's like, ah, a inter- Kirk <laughs> he's like an intergalactic intergalactic space traveller. <laughs> yeah. No, I... So, uh, anyway, I'll say this. So, my, my dad's kind of uh, in, a, in a wheelchair at the moment and um, it was a lovely day out. Yeah, yeah. You know, he can't be, like, he can't be on the black bank. <laughs> you, know you know what I mean? So I, I guess that I like sort of sitting in a nice place and, you know, sort of access to sort of, you know, it's easy to get to a bar and, you know, you can get food if you want to and all that kind of stuff. I guess the only thing is just that I always feel a bit gross about things that you can get because you pay for them yeah, and other yeah. people can't. That's all it is. Do you know what I mean? Like if if we were all in a box, that'd be amazing. <laughs> crap cramped. But it would be amazing. Um it's just the fact that you like, do just just a group of six people sat in around. It's just the <laughs> fact you don't you know you do feel like you loaded it up and that's a bit you
0: know I did the doing the box at um asked Arsenal what I found weird was in the box next to us it was a group it seemed like a large extended family, I think a Chinese and they were out before the game in their Arsenal replica shirts, doing all manner of poses for, I imagine, social media profile pictures. You know, with the shirt on, doing a dabbing, facing the stand behind them. The moment the game was about to kill off, the one inside and watched it on the telly inside. And then came back out at halftime to pose for more
1: photos. Weird, it's just a different world. Weird. Weirdly, I went in this box at Luton years ago, and uh, that no, that is that's the ground.
0: That's not. That's not
1: like the other ones. Um, like an old lady comes around, serves you. Uh, it's not part of those houses you go through, is it? No, no like, it's it's that one that's down the side that yeah. just looks like oh, an yeah, yeah. overly sized I said,
2: have You must have been to one of the houses at Leighton Orient and, and, and claimed that as a box. If I had one of those, I'd certainly sort of sell it in that way. I'd just get a credit, fosters in and... Yeah. <laughs> what, Airbnb at every yeah, Saturday? Yeah, 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 <laughs> 80 quid. <laughs> I mean,
1: we did, when we were looking, because, uh, you know, we live in Leighton, we were looking at places in Leighton, we did actually, like, price one of those up. And it's way too much for what it is. It's way too much to be showered at by a way <laughs> up on the balcony. And I've always thought it'd be really weird, like, being in the ground, but not in the ground. You know, like, not yeah, in the yeah. ground, but sort uh, of yeah. hovering over it.
0: I, I love the idea like, I was always obsessed as a kid, like, whenever you see like big cup ties on t- on like match of the day and there'd be like a block of flats or a house nearby and so people sat on the roof watching oh, it. It's a great
1: <laughs> it's a great establishing shot, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that pan out of some
0: people with a go Exeter City, come on the come on United <laughs> banner, they want a house two miles away.
1: There's many reasons why West Ham has basically ruined oh, their yeah, football yeah, yeah, club. Yeah. But well, one of them is the fact that you don't have those tower blocks anymore because they used to look amazing. I went to Wales's game out in Moldova last month and that ground in Moldova is
0: surrounded by one side by these massive Soviet tower blocks that just sit over it and they were, they were full of people oh, really? watching the game. Same in, um, when I watched Wales in Bosnia as well. And there was, there was a tower block behind it. It's an open ground in Zenica. It's quite a small ground. They, they deliberately host games there in Bosnia. It's for the intimidating atmosphere. And behind the away was this massive block of flats, that, again sort of brutalist concrete block of flats. When Bosnia scored, there was pyro from the flats behind us. There was like blokes turning the lights off. but there was people like with fireworks out the windows and everything. Amazing. Unbelievable! Amazing! Um, <laughs> and they, they applauded us at the ground actually because we also qualified, even though Bosnia had won. It was like the perfect scenario where. Everyone's happy, so we can get yeah. home alive if yeah. this is all right. But we walked out and the ground,
1: everyone in the town block was applauding the Wales fans out of the ground. See, this is the it thing, could have been you know, very different. It could have been very, <laughs> very different. Those fireworks have been raining down the middle. This is it, though. I mean, you know, we can spend 20 minutes, you know, moaning about like what football is. I and mean, it is those nights, isn't it? It's those nights oh, yeah, where you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, football's amazing. Yeah. I haven't really got going this season. And then, weirdly, the other day, I went to Carlisle versus. Barnet because I was like uh, up in Scotland and coming home and I'd, ne- I'd never done I'd never done Carlisle before so I opted off and went to the game and it was like so tedious like if if Carlisle are in the Football League in six months time then my mind would be blown but it were like 70 minutes of tedium and then there was just 20 minutes there was this there was this overhead equalizer from like the edge of uh, Barnet's box and I was just like, football's amazing. I was, I was, I was buzzing all the way home. I mean, two teams I have no affiliation uh, with. I'd
0: say I went to watch, um, well, United against Haringey Borough in the FA Cup the other week. You out. were loving that one. That was an absolute belter of a cup tie. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed Rovers at Blackburn. Don't get me wrong. mean, obviously, Rovers Arsenal game, but until like I say, a game where you've got no investment in it it's just a proper barnstorming. Like the, v- the visitors were from two levels below they took the lead which meant the home fans were just absolutely apoplectic with rage at anything that happened that wasn't the goal for the next <laughs> hour until they equalised yeah. they missed the penalty then the opposition scored a penalty. it was brilliant absolute proper cup time and that's one of those moments you think yeah actually you know, I, I know I've, I hate so much about football I wouldn't want to be anywhere else but here. Yeah, right. no, totally, totally.
2: And speaking of, of cups, I think that that's, that's the one that, that you sort of, I like think, um, I mean, just gives you a, a nice reminder, doesn't it? When you, when, you, when you start, like, off the park oh, yeah, yeah. and you get to Wembley.
0: Is that why the FA Cup has a bigger, to, to kind of go almost full circle a bit, to what we started with, and the League Cup isn't taken seriously by huge numbers of, Teams and fans, and arguably even the lower league fans, until they draw a big team. Why does the FA Cup have a different? I mean, you can argue it perhaps doesn't for some of the bigger teams now, but why is the FA Cup seen as this? This oh, well, you've got to take that seriously. Where the League
2: Cup's a bit like, eh? Nah. I tell you, I tell you one reason. I think that the only the only time when I get disengaged from the FA Cup is 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 around the the, the third round because by the third round you pretty much. Flushed out all the really low teams, Mm. and you've yet to get the sort of like the big teams or second or third round. But sandwiched around that is the fact that you've got the magic of the cup all the way up to that point, Mm. and you've got the sort of like you could win the cup all the way after that point. Mm. I mean, that's one of the big reasons for me. I think that right at the start, you know, when you're playing fixtures in early August and it's the FA Cup, and you just that just serves as a reminder that at three o'clock on any given Saturday, you know, hundreds and hundreds of football games are about to kick off in this small island, you know, and that's just magnificent. Is and it, there's, there's so much romanticism. Yeah. Around, you
1: know? Is it this fabled magic of the cup that's prevailed? I, I actually think for everything we were saying about the media, I actually think the media do like a really good propaganda job on the FA Cup Yeah, over well, the that's, years. that's what I mean. Why, why do they do that on the FA Cup
0: but not the League Cup? That's well... What... Conf- you know, it's the same elements. Arguably, there's nothing big, beyond the team of postman stuff that you get around whichever non-league team gets the furthest, which is increasingly less and less true. I think practice.
2: it has the it has history on its side, in that yeah. in, in, in so much as because it's got history on its side, it's the cup. Every league has the cup, and then other cups. Hmm. I guess that's part of
0: it. If you could swap the league cup for, say, the return of the Anglo Italian Cup, would you do that?
1: Oh yeah. All day long. But then oh. I was also I was also just on the way of Brescia versus Brentford. Yes. <laughs> I was also just thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about this on the way in though and um Man ye were playing tonight. Who is it? CSK Moscow. Yeah and I was saying earlier this week, James. Was it earlier this week? It will be by the time. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, We can't we can't project what day this would be coming out? <laughs> well, I know out? it's going to come out after tonight. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about the days when that would have excited me. And I think it was the days when, like, Russians felt exotic to me. You know, like, the days when, like, European competition was like, oh, wow, like... When, when Barry Davis was commented on a phone line. Yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love those days back. Magazines, record players... Top of the Pops, all those things. This podcast is definitely the best podcast by ageing dudes with, <laughs> wishing the world was like it was when we were growing up. You wouldn't hear the free press talking about nostalgic things they missed from the early 90s. No way, man. Just P- Peter the the cat game, cat you banging on about Alcy, mate.
0: Relevant things that you want to know.
1: We haven't talked about Rovers at all. Are we going to talk about Rovers or should we just leave it? Well, we kind
0: of did. That's where we started. In terms of Rovers game against Arsenal... Where where does that sit for you in terms of biggest Rovers matches? Does it sit for you in that? Does it not sit for you in that?
1: No, no not really.
2: Yeah, well, that's a good question, really, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, like... I mean, I mean, I don't mean, like,
0: obviously, like, uh, play a final, Brentford. I yeah. don't mean, like, those sort of games. I mean, like, against bigger teams. I mean,
2: again... It's not the same like, as if you beat them, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not a great deal... Of, of teeth to weigh it against as well, is it? I mean,
1: yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe also though. It's just uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe you feel differently if you you have twelve or thirteen and your dad's taking you from Doncaster and yeah, you know, it's your first time yeah. in a big ground like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But uh, no, it was it was a, it was a tough game as well. In that I can't really take much from it other than you know we've got some good players and it could have very easily gone the other way. We tried really hard. Like
2: it was actually. Quite a typical, Donny performs as well. If you look at this season, there's only been one time in my memory of this season that we've lost by more than two goals, or more by more than one goal. Sorry, mm. against Wimbledon. Um, there's also been a lot of occasions where we've had a lot of chances and done nothing with them. I actually think that it was quite. It it's summed up the start of the season quite well in so much as um, we could have that could have been a one-one. Um, we didn't lose by a great deal. We've come yeah. out feeling sort of like a bit blur about it, you know, a bit blur.
1: He doesn't know his team, though, does he?
2: My my friend who's a Leeds fan, not that that matters, but he, he 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 was really shocked when he didn't see Marquis e, uh, on the um, uh, starting lineup and 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 I said well, but that, he, I
0: think that was much more down to the formation he felt he had to put out. Yeah, themselves. yeah, indeed,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, yeah, I said, so I said that, the proof was in the pudding in terms of how it works out. Yeah, he hasn't got, you, you don't know who's on the, on the, on the team sheet before, before the game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't really, um, can I just say now that I'm not sure about Alfie Bailey? You can say that. Said it. There
2: you go. I, I, I mean, I did bring it up last time so much as I think that he's, he's fantastic. He's a real headache. For, the, for defenders however I do think that he needs four chances five chances to score I don't think he's very good in front of goal
1: Problem not which I can, is a I bit can, of an
2: issue I can yeah, see
0: yeah. I can definitely see your argument have um, I just written that up for me no no no, 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 good, no I think we talked about it we, we both agreed on the same yeah. point earlier really in, in the season I mean he's um, obviously you like, look, at, look at his performance again I mean his it, argument backs you up but, but sees, sees it as a positive against Plymouth through the league, where the first two goals Oh, ricochets off Alfie May shots that have fallen, to other, yeah. fallen into the path of other people or yeah. been saved or whatever. He's had one of his own disallowed for offside and then he scored one of his own. You know, he's involved in everything last, in that game against says He's arguably proved his, his merit at the level. Yeah. But yeah, I have shared the same concerns as you in that it does take him a lot of, I mean, you can't fault his effort, you can't fault his work rate, you can't fault his willingness you know, to, 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 to cause difficulties for the opposition by line, but it's just
2: it's not that clinical and it's, and it's all it's all things like that that make him so likeable you know like yeah. oh, everybody yeah, yeah. likes him yeah but, it, but if if oh, he yeah, sat you down and said yeah. listen but can he score goals yeah then people get well yeah but it's tell you what what great work you know he's got <laughs> yeah. great the yeah.
0: yeah yeah obviously I want him to do well I don't yeah. really want, it, want him to do well I think him and I think the, the choice is what's the partnership yeah and we haven't worked that out and I think that you would think him and Marcus works as a partnership but it kind of it kind of seems to go
1: in fits and starts of working yeah. and not working yeah
2: I think on paper that sounds like, like the right but I don't think it works
1: you do kind of wonder because you know obviously you didn't get to you know see any of it but you do kind of wonder like when he signed Colombia, like how that was part of his plans about how this yeah. was all Well going Williams to work. would have gone, wouldn't he? That was the yeah. yeah, no, totally. I guess I just find it weird seeing Alfie May on the team sheet before Harry Williams. I just find that weird. Yeah, I'm you've, just got, you've like, got a player but, who has scored a lot of goals at this level. Yeah, and yeah. a player who's yeah. unproven. <laughs> Alfie May should be faster than he is as well. Are you thinking about that moment last week? I was just like, is <laughs> oh, Alfie May? He's nippy, isn't he? What? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't even didn't even make it a penalty area. Yeah, no, that no, no, that was a weird really one.
0: There was, there was t- but to be fair, it was the same player both times that caught up with May and that caught up with Ben Whiteman right. when they got
1: through against Arsenal. So, so maybe that is just a superhumanly speech. fast youngster. Yeah, your comment about Per Mertesacker and Alfie May and the the greatest buddy cop movie never made was was good. Like,
0: I was just fascinated by the.
1: They're, they're coming together yeah, as no, people. It, it was sports nigga. Everything about it was, it was the
0: height difference. There was the, the journey they've made to get
1: to that point where they've met on a football pitch. Yeah, again, that's another thing I love about
0: football. So I'll be pitching the, uh, the pair and pair Mertzaka and Alfie May.
1: Miniature Rocky Ball. I don't know. Whether
0: to, I don't know whether to put it out there as uh, they're cops, uh, or whether they're just they've ended up in a flat share. I don't quite know how oh. to... There's loads of there.
1: ways of... Rep- I feel like if they're in a the flat chain, you need like you need like a Samantha Janus or someone. I think so. Yeah, someone like... Yeah, yeah, like... Or maybe like a sort of... Who's the guy that plays Victor Maldry? He lives upstairs. Richard yeah. Wilson. Richard Wilson, yeah. I think Mertesacker's... Or some Benger, living upstairs. Yeah. I think, yeah.
2: is- really. oh, yeah. think Mertesacker's sort of like... He was he was, he was, a, he was a big star in the sort of city division, um, completely messed the case up, got, got into <laughs> sub- suburbia, just like, for a year's punishment Alfie May is up and rising sort of like he lives with his mum around the corner lot, and, uh, I think there's,
0: again, there's a lot of material in having to, oh, to, have to adjust this seat before I get in because Alfie was here last time and now <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm driving
1: <laughs> yeah yeah Should we get out of here
0: alright <laughs> oh, yeah, <wasn't> <laughs> <laughs> um, so there we are then uh, many thanks to James and Jack for joining me and thank you to you for listening and the podcast will be back next month, but the the fanzine will be back much sooner. So with uh, issue ninety of Popular Stand on sale at Rover's home game with Walsall on the twenty first of October. So make sure you pick up your copy of the fanzine. Uh, but until the next issue, I'll see. You. Cheerio,
1: cheerio, 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 cheerio. I could watch I could watch
2: Premiership football every week, but my heart's in Doncaster. So. I'm still here and I'll be still here next season.